please be advised. The Kind of Movie Critics podcast may contain spoilers. This includes most of the movies you're going to want to see. This shit also contains profanity, so there's that. Enjoy. Oh, yo, this is Treasy. Hey, hey, this is Corey. Martin the Mailman. Jesse T. And I'm Young Leezy. Yo, yo. Kind of Movie Critics podcast on deck. Listen, there's a very. I had to pull out two mixers for this episode because we have two special guests to talk about a movie that is causing up a lot of commotion amongst the Greek community. And without further ado, because I don't know how to make you guys sound more illustrious than what you already are, so I'm just going to throw you the alley-oop and y'all going to slam dunk it on yourselves, okay? First up, we got the man, the myth. Just introduce yourself, Joe. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, this is Joseph Walters, a.k.a. Joe Easy, a.k.a. Mr. HB1. Uh, I'm the founder of HB1, which is a new television network uh, specifically dedicated to uniting and celebrating the HBCU community. Yikes. Yeah. That sounds He's great. a big deal. That sounds like a big deal, bro. A little bit. A little bit. They're going to have to rewind the podcast just to get everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> and next to him, we got my man, Mr. Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's my main man, Keon. That's what I go by. Spoken word artist. Uh, what I have to actually offer to. Oh, yeah, I have an app out. My main man, Keon. Get that in App Store, Google Play Store. What I have to offer to this conversation is I know a little bit about the the Greek life and the processes that go into becoming a Greek. So that's why I'm here. Good. Yeah. Good, man. Well, um, happy to have you guys here for the fuckery that goes on called Kind of Movie Critics. Happy to be here. The fuckery. Um, the fuckery. We do curse on our podcast, and it's all good. Perfectly fine. He's heard the spoiler alert with me, my voice and me telling you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard the spoiler alert. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Right. Is it We're sexy good. or not? We need to do it over? No, it's good. It's good. It's good. Well, you know, it's the brand now, Easy. so <laughs> we can't really yeah. just go back and just go, <clears throat> mid, you know, midway through the game. I'm and just, just saying. Fuck up our whole There's shit. It's always time to improve. What's up, man? Are y'all ready for today's discussion, dog? Because I'm so ready, man. Y'all, y'all faces don't look like y'all ready. Treasy already told me he was gonna cuss me out. So oh, yeah, I told. I'm ready for that. I want to see that. Yeah, yeah, I told her she had to sit a good distance enough for me to be able to look her in her face and tell her to shut the fuck up when the opportunity <laughs> arrives. Right. But it may I don't never. I think arise. you want to tell me you shut the fuck no, up. Like no, no, I don't. Man, he will. She said she, she slipped it in her chair when she said no, that no, shit. No, I don't think she squared. Look at how she squared I'm not a punk bitch or anything like that. You're not gonna be telling people to shut the fuck up. No, you're right. I would never. That's disrespectful. But um. So yeah, Burning Sands, man. Netflix came out. Uh, what was what was the Friday that just passed? March tenth, I believe. Yeah, the day, right. the right. day after the Biggie death date, man. Burning Sands came out. Um, Netflix original film, and um, Corey has the synopsis for what this film actually is because he reads it better than I ever will. <clears throat> Deep into Hell Week, a favored pledgee is torn between honoring his code of silence or standing up against the intensifying violence of underground hazing. Yo, that dun, shit dun, was dun, funny dun. as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Corey's voice just turned into the movie guy. <laughs> In a world. In a world. <laughs> One Burning Sands. One Burning Sands. Yeah. <laughs> right. So the the director of this film is one Mr. Gerard McMurray. And what do we know about Gerard McMurray, man? Apparently. Gerard McMurray apparently went to Howard University, and I hear tell that he is a member of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. Mm. 
Or maybe X member by this time. Yeah, I also, <laughs> yeah, I also saw that he Chris. was a um, associate producer on Fruitvale Station. Right. Yeah. Which I didn't know he was connected to. Uh, which I really Ryan liked, like actually. Right. It's a really good film. Yeah. But so, so what does that tell us about him, though? So Fruitvale Station, he's an associate producer on it. Is it safe to say that he's he's uh he wants to archive the black experience? Is it safe to say that or I mean I have my personal opinion. I don't know about it being a black experience, but I think about that film in comparison to this one, I think he capitalizes on tragedy is what it seems like to me. What, this particular film? With Bernie Sands and with Fruitvale Station. Oh. So he likes to he likes to um, well, Joe shared with me earlier that some of what is documented in this fictitious account of Bernie Sands is based on a hazing incident from FAMU from a few years back. Oh. So, and we know that Fruitvale Station is Oscar Grant's true story. So it's like he's swooping in to capitalize on people. Ah, you used a very big their word. tragedy. Capitalize. It was interesting though, watching the film since it is fictionalized and Fruitvale Station is based on true story, mm -hmm. I would have preferred the film to actually be a more actual true story of whatever happened to family. And I, I, I believe there are other incidences, maybe, so of deaths or injuries. So I, when I was reading about this cat, um, I kind of saw where there was one thing that I shared with Shalice where he was uh, inspired, if you can be inspired by tragedy at FAMU, and then he was talking about how this was part of his experience. So I'm just kind of like confused. I'm like, which one is it? You know mm. what I'm saying? Um, from my point of view, as a, as a fellow Greek and as a fellow African-American, like you can't really, you shouldn't really try to capitalize off of, there's a difference between capitalizing and then telling a story. Mm. Um, He's it's become a pattern to, for him now, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a pattern for him, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. Mm. Okay. Um, but one would argue that isn't it important to tell these kind of stories? Right, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. Isn't it important mm -hmm. to, to highlight some of these tragedies that may have been unjusted, unjustly, whatever word? I can see that point. That? Yeah. I mean, yeah, somebody, I has, somebody has to do the So, the I, I mean, in the context of Fruitvale Station on its own as a, as a, a body of work, I'm not upset at, but then to see that it's now a pattern kind of makes me, mm. I'm just, you know, with the head tilt a little bit like. What if, mm. what if he had gone yeah. with a, this is based on a true story, like actually tell the story of a pledgee that experienced well. Well, he's, it's not based on, it wasn't based on a pledgee. It's a, band, it's a band hazing incident. So has I'm like, if happened? you're gonna base that on that, then tell the story of okay. band hazing. Right. But has it not happened to a Greek before? Is there not documented cases of it happening to a Greek? Okay. Well, I'm going to say this. I don't, I, that's a little close to home. Right. But what I'm saying I'll is, I mean, if you, you know, if you had chosen to share a story that was based on a true story and it was a Greek hazing incident, then would that have made you... That's different. That's different, right? Yeah, you would have felt different. better about the film if it had done that versus this kind of generalized film because well, the film is very generalized well opinion, if he but. if it was based on a true story he would have to name the actual Greek organization like is he right. trying to protect that organization by not by I mean I think, I think he made it pretty clear yeah. who he had well criticisms yeah. for right yeah. Yeah. well because <clears throat> so we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves so he we said did we establish that he was part of Omega, Omega Sci-Fi mm -hmm. yeah so mm -hmm. 
as some so for all the listeners, I I know very very minimal um information about you know Greek life, about fraternities and stuff like that. So hopefully my voice or you know maybe Jesse's or somebody else can speak to uh, just not knowing anything about Greek life. So you may hear some stupid questions that come out of my mouth, but that's because I'm trying to help the people that don't know about Greek life understand. Uh, Joe, Keon, for both of you guys that are, you know, y'all are y'all are in Greek life, like how would you describe, Do is it fair to like describe people by their organizations or like it's not, it's not cool to like describe organizations like these dudes are rowdy, these dudes are cool. I mean, there's definitely like... <laughs> A brand, I'd say, for each frat, but that doesn't mean that, or a stereotype is probably better. A better stereotype, yeah. Yeah. And so, but nobody fits a stereotype all the time. So, you know, I can tell you, like, Q's are supposed to be nasty and Kappas are pretty and Alphas are smart. Right. But that's not always the case. What's the stereotype for Omegas? Rowdy. They're rowdy. Rowdy, nasty dog. Gotcha. Yeah. So, So, are those considered Q's? Yeah, yeah. Omega Sci-Fi, that's Q. Q Q Oh, wow, you really don't know anything. Well, I I, I do know that, but I'm speaking for the people that may not know anything. I went to ODU, and the Qs used to hop around and whoo, whoo, all that shit. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that? That makes you mad? Don't be throwing your arms and making it. That's not my thing. So, I mean, you know. That's not. I'm just mimicking what they used to do in the party. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. It's like you wouldn't like throw up no blood and no crib shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh. But we're not going to compare black Greeks to gay. Yeah. But I mean, well, I had to make it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying make it make sense. I had to make it know what what was the situation. Disrespecting. That ain't yours. Yeah. I wasn't disrespecting. Don't be false flagging out here. Okay. All right. I'm gonna keep it light. So then. Enough of that going on. I'm gonna keep it light. Keep it light. So all right. So when we talk about um, Greek organizations, does anybody kind of want to just talk about the brief history of Greek organizations? Why maybe they were founded in general? You got Keon, Jody. Are we talking about Greek organizations or black Greek organizations? Oh, black Greek organizations. Excuse me. Yeah. Well, black Greek organizations, um, black Greek letter organizations, that's what they mean when they say BGLOs. Okay. Um, Mine was the first one. It was started in 1906, Cornell University. So it started um, because you got people in the early 1900s attempting to navigate, uh, navigate, navigate a world that isn't very kind to them, you know what I mean? So um, it's just the power of organization, the power of accountability, and giving each other the strength and the tools that you need to make it in a world that doesn't have your best interests at heart. Sorry about that. Are we- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing this today. We need to make you name three more black actors you like. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I was, so obviously, basically, we're talking about racism. Yeah, and, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, and every, I mean, every other thing that goes, yeah, yeah, about, the country in general. Yeah, I'm just trying to paint a picture. Social, yeah. economic, yeah. political, every, everywhere where we get damaged, that yeah, right. Every, every facet of life where you would be impacted is is kind of where we, uh, where these organizations came from, right. where they stem from. Mm. So, so the importance of them, I guess, is was for for people to come together and the sort and sort of like band together and fight the powers that be is that kind of like the importance you would say of them starting yeah some words something along those lines i mean it, i mean 
from the understanding that they'll give you, it doesn't even sound that militant when you say fight the powers that be. It, it wasn't like, you know, Black right. Panthers necessarily. Right. But um, it, it was just the need to to organize. That's, that's basically yeah. Organize and serve the community. From someone who's not Greek, but right. has a lot of Greeks in my family and who's always grown up around Greeks, I can just say that these organizations have always been a beacon in the community. Mm-hmm. And it's more from that perspective as opposed to, you know, we're not, we're not, as he said, Black Panther in the situation. Okay. Fair, fair enough. Okay. Good. Thank you guys for clarifying. Way, way more Martin than Malcolm. Way more Martin than Malcolm. Okay. <laughs> Martin was Greek. <laughs> Did Malcolm <laughs> pledge? Just out of Martin curiosity. Martin was an alpha, right? Yeah. Martin was an alpha. Look at you. Corey be knowing shit. He's <laughs> white boy and shit. Boy, he Wikipedia yeah. that no, shit. Malcolm did not go to college, and I feel like no, you should know that. Oh, I d- you know what? I did uh, know that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to tell you the reason, because we, we had an alpha in our crew. Shout outs to Zeus. That, oh, yeah. That would always talk about that continuously, and I just remembered it. I feel like that was shade. It was a little bit. Was, was it shade? It wasn't shade at all. It wasn't shade at all. Well, I mean, you know. I'm going to tell you. No. No, nah, he were friends. Shady. It yeah. wasn't shady. He, he's gonna hear. Where's the shit? Yeah. <laughs> like, and he was he was big in the Greek life, and and me and him would have discussions, intellectual discussions, and then he informed me of certain things. And I feel like sitting here that you probably know more about it than Treezy. So I probably do. I'm gonna give him shit about that for the rest of the Whoa, day. Whoa, bro! I said I'm speaking for people who don't know. I didn't <laughs> say I don't know. I'm just saying the white something. guy seems more educated about something because he own knew fucking Martin Luther King. <laughs> but, but who didn't know? Who didn't know? No, I didn't know, mm. dog. I'm fresh off of yo. Who didn't man. know Malcolm didn't go to college though. I mean, I just kind of spat that, dog. I was freestyling <laughs> out here, man. Okay, so anyway, man. So so. Can can do you you guys want to talk about what your organization means to you specifically? You go first. Not really. No. I don't no. Really. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So, um, let's just get straight into it, man. Why is this film causing so much? Why is Burning Sands causing so much controversy amongst Black Greeks? I can tell you what I seen. Okay. Um. Well, I can tell you how how I process it. Again, I'm not Greek, but because of what I just said, that these organizations are such a beacon to um, the community and our culture and what they've contributed is so significant to hone in on hazing and not really give a balanced and fair portrayal, it's kind of upsetting. Now, are some of the organizations flawed in this way? Probably, possibly, yes, all of them. Okay. But it's so much bigger than that. It's like okay, we can fix that, but let not let the, let not this be the only thing or the first thing that you learn about these organizations. That that's really what I was concerned about. That right. it was really really unbalanced in terms of the portrayal. Right. Then what's more important about that is that everybody thought what they were seeing was balanced. You know what I mean? Like it's like it seems like the Greeks are the only ones who saw that. Like no, nah, this this isn't accurate. It's not balanced. And everybody else was like, no, nah, that was a good balanced depiction of what we think goes on. So. And for that to be what you think is the reality of it is kind of problematic. I think I think that that's what happened because nine times out of ten in media, that's the type of portrayal that you're seeing about uh, Black Greek letter organizations. You know what I mean? Like, we're, you're gonna come through, you're gonna get beat up. Every every time I've had a conversation with someone that has either you know wanted to know about a process, the questions that they always ask are. Yo, what did you have to go through? Did you have to get beat up? Did you have to get a brand? Did you have to do this? Did you have to do that? And it's like, yo, no. Um, 
that's not what it's about, you know. Um, and a lot of times when you go to that extent, like you you have brothers that like to go to above and beyond uh, from a lot of different organizations, and those are the ones that make it bad. You know, that one bad apple spoils it for everybody. Right. Well, bad news always travels faster, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, and you, yeah. you're always going to hear a complaint yeah. before you hear a compliment. And to and to your point, and and I shared this, you know, um, with you before. At, even though I just told you all the people in my family that are that are Greek and sororities and fraternities and the, all the people in my mentorship and growing up and all of that stuff, my earliest recollection of what a fraternity or a sorority was is school days. Right. That wasn't something that they were putting in my face that, oh, this is what I did and you know what I mean? This is this is um, an organization that I belong to. That's my first recollection of that. Right. I got a bigger picture over time as I became more exposed, but I'm thinking about the generation now. They're not watching school days, but they probably will see this. Mm. And that's yeah. what they think that this is. And that's dangerous twofold because it will turn people away. And then if people do become part of these organizations, this is what they think they should be doing. <laughs> I, honestly, I can't. I can't think of that many depictions of like black Greek fraternities in film, like period. Like especially right. like positive. Like I know you hate Stomp the Yard, yes, but that's literally yes, like I the do. only like positive one I could think of. Besides, like I don't know, maybe Road Trip or something. Well, my issue with Stomp the Yard off the top Wow. days is negative. To an extent, school days I mean, is negative. Drumline yeah. is too small to be like anything for real, so I can't really think of like anything else. Interesting. Well, I mean, I, I hate school days, not school days. Um, Stomp, I hate Stomp the Yard because yeah. it's a trash ass movie, not because of how they portray Greeks, but um, I, I, well, and that's problematic too because what you see there is that Greek step. That's what they yeah. do. Right. Like that's their contribution. Oh, so, it's party, movie, though. Mm-hmm. Like, party, step, oh. and get beat up. Right. You'll see. My thing is, I'm not really tripping on the fact that that the purpose of that movie was to highlight stepping, and the purpose of this movie was to highlight hazing. I don't. I don't feel like anytime you. I feel like if you had an agenda, mm-hmm. and and you stuck to that agenda, then you you did what you were supposed to do. So I don't. I don't feel like it was necessarily his job. To um, to make it balanced and show community service and things of that nature. Right. That wasn't what the movie was about. Right. But okay. at the same time, I feel like it was, it's something that's gonna have such um, such significant consequences. You know what I mean? It's gonna affect intake. It's gonna have um, moratoriums and suspensions going on left and right. I I can see that, right. and that's what makes it more significant than other things like. So you're more about the timing and the circumstances. Like if there were if there were 30 movies about the positivity of Greek organizations and this one came out and it was very clear its agenda was about hazing, then you'd be like, okay, cool. That, really that, tripping. that movie is about right. hazing. These are about this. Yeah. But now you're concerned that this is going to taint the view of... This is of, it. I mean, there's to, no other representation. Kind of to what Martin said. I mean, there's not a whole lot of, you know, positive movies out there right now. So with this movie coming out and you're... At a, we're at a time right now where to be black in media is like popping. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like everything is popping right now. Everybody wants to do something with African Americans in media. So when you got shows like The Quad that are coming out for mm. HBCUs, and then you got this movie coming out about uh, black Greek letter organizations, all of the stereotypes that you're seeing are negative, and it's on the biggest stage that it can be on at this point. 
So this is all that the people are going to know is like, oh, shit, if I try to do this, I'm going to get my ass whooped um, and I might could possibly die. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, he's not shown. I feel like he has a responsibility as a Greek to at least be a little more balanced mm-hmm. in how he portrayed what goes on at it. On an HBCU campus, right. especially, you know what I'm saying, because it was filmed at what Virginia, Virginia State, State, right? Mm-hmm. So, twofold. He's at an HBCU and he's doing a BGLO. Right. So he's got he's got some sort of responsibility there to 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 balance things out, and I don't think he did that at all. Well, I, then I'll jump into what you know. Anybody who's ever been to Alcoholics Anonymous, they know the first step is you got to admit that there's a problem, right? You know, and so I look at it maybe like this is the first step to his, you know, what he feels like needs to happen from a reform perspective with his, maybe his particular organization. That's, that's kind of how I look at it. But Jesse, for some, you know, you're somebody who you, you're not affiliated with any black Greek organization, correct? So, you know, when you watch this movie, um, do you understand where the controversy comes from? Um, I do a little bit, but I feel like um, just looking at it from like a filmmaker perspective, I feel like in order to, uh, make a compelling film, you got to focus on something that is controversial in order to create uh, kind of like a good story. Um, so I think what I kind of focused more on so that I kind of picked out from this film was more so like the group think aspect of it, the mm-hmm. whole psychological aspect of how some people in these positions abuse power mm-hmm. and how some people kind of take things too far. And I think that's kind of what the movie was more about, at least to me. Right. Like sometimes these situations get out of hand. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, all right. So, I guess it boils down to: is the film constructive or destructive to Black Greek organizations? Right. And so, I'll start by saying I personally felt like the movie was more constructive for what his message was for Black Greek. Now, I'm not speaking for the the system of Black Greek organizations, but I feel like his message was overall was from a constructive standpoint um that's my that's my you know i'm we're going to get into that later but that's my position say more treasy yeah i didn't didn't get that (laughs) um um i feel like he's speaking to specific incidences i mean we 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 all we've sat at this table and you know joe you said yeah well maybe it has happened you know to in, in in somebody's chapter or i don't really know the right terms this might have happened in one of the organizations Mm -hmm. okay some if it's happened it's worth talking about you understand what i'm saying and and there maybe it hasn't happened to this mag- magnitude all over the place but it happens you know to a degree and i think it's happened enough to a degree maybe even from his own personal experience to the point where he feels like he needs to speak about it and in order for there to ha- to be reform it has to be brought to the table i spoke to one of my friends yesterday who is a Q who like he was I told him to watch it and he was so upset he called me on the phone in the middle of his work day to talk to me about it and right. basically he was telling me that what they didn't show in the movie and, and to Keon's point focusing on the pledging process as opposed to showing you everything was that there was never any love shown between them that they made it look like you're getting uh, jumped into a gang and that's I, what it is you're getting agree. your there ass were, beat I don't agree there was there were certain parts where there was a little uh, sympathy that was shown uh, mm-hmm. when they yeah. were when, when he oh, was yeah. about to take Travante a shower. Travante Rose, fine yeah. ass, was they dating? 
I turned. I, oh. I got really excited when he came on the screen. <laughs> Shout so, out to Sharon. <laughs> so, so when he was about to take the shower, you know, he was like, "Yo, nothing a warm shower can't fix. Get out of here." When he had them all in a group and was like, "Yo, y'all did good tonight." You know, like there's there were certain parts where there was love shown by who would have been their dean of pledges. Right. Whole brotherhood, nah. But see, the, my problem with that is that seems like the little the, those little um. What's about olive branches? Now that, that just seems like the shit that you throw in the story to make it seem like it's balanced. Yeah. yeah. So if I'm like if you if y'all two got an argument, and she's telling me about the argument that y'all had, and she's like, "Listen, this is how it went down." And I can understand where he was coming from with that, but this is where I was coming from. Even if she's um, making it seem like she's giving me a balanced interpretation of what happened, she's still kind of skewing, skewing it, it even subconsciously, right. to mm-hmm. make it to make me more sympathetic to her. Because you want yeah. you want people to be on your side, right? right. And, and so that's yeah. what I'm saying. And so it's like it's like then I go to you and you're like, listen, let me tell you what happened, Keon. And I'm like, no, she already told me what happened. Right. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, no, yeah. listen, you ain't here. My, no, but she told me your side of the story. I get it now. Well, then, I mean, then, then, okay, if you're putting yourself in the viewer's shoes, like, if you're closing yourself off to the other side of an argument, then that's a whole other problem. That's a viewer problem. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like no, no, you're not hearing what I'm saying. I, I, I thought I did, but go ahead. I'm saying, you, say, <laughs> you, you, you said a minute ago that it was constructive in terms of what he wanted to convey. Yeah. I would and agree that's what that. I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, it was constructive in terms of what he wanted to convey, and he was very deliberate and some things that he did in order to make it seem like he was giving you a full story, but he really wasn't. Right. Right. And well, I, it, oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I had said that in the group chat. when we. I said it was basically an anti-hazing movie, but then it sprinkled in uh, uh, Greek 101. Sprinkled. Yeah. <laughs> sprinkled in. It was like, okay, we're going to do this anti-hazing movie, but then we're going to show things like some community engagement, some brotherly love, some of this, some like it it just sprinkled it in so that the story would make sense. But at the end of the day it was it was anti hazing with that one. And it didn't make sense. The shit didn't make sense. You know, <laughs> washing some damn dishes. What's I was crazy. Like, what? What's crazy to me though, as somebody who is not part of a Greek organization, I actually came out of it with I didn't look at it as anti Greek. You understand what I'm saying? Like wow. I didn't look at I didn't <laughs> really? look at it and I did not at all. Like I, mean, I looked at it hazing, not anti. Yeah, it's anti hazing. Mm-hmm. I looked at it as anti hazing, not anti Greek. See, I was able to separate the two. Mm-hmm. I said that like th- this. Okay, I looked at it from the standpoint of Zurich, right? The main character Z, which is an interesting Trevor name. Trevor Jackson, Disney kid. Right, He's right. Too, too young for me to talk about how fine he is, but I'm gonna say it anyway. And that's funny. Let um, me be great. Yeah, that I mean, we gonna cool. but i looked at it from his eyes he told us everything in the really his whole how he felt about the organization it it came out different times and it was always like the it was always on message like he believed in it he believed in the brotherhood of what it stood for the you know being honorable being you know courteous you know it's like he had nothing but good to say about the organization. There was even times he went through the hazing, you know, the whole push-up scene, getting kicked. Ah, oh, you know, that scene is fucked up yeah, too. But see, I'm sm- but listen, I'm I'm somebody, I don't look at that film and say, I think that goes on in all Greek organizations. Nah, see, I'm gonna tell you what's wrong with that scene. Because okay. I'm not Greek and I have sense enough to know that if his if his line brother jumped down to take his licks for right. him, that he would not get kicked out for that. That it was just fucking sense. stupid. It oh, didn't make no, sense. But oh. if you look That's at it. That's what from, you're supposed to do. Right, but but think but think about it. 
if the message that the director is trying to give you is that there is a problem within certain Greek organizations, there's the disconnect right there. See, you guys are identifying with the problem. The only the problem is, is that you're saying you're saying that like, yo, Greek organizations don't do this. Okay, not all of them as a whole, but this particular one that he was invested in was a problem. So you gotta understand that like you gotta take you gotta look at it. You gotta, and it's hard for me to say because you can't look at it like you're part of a Greek organization. You can't look at it like he's calling your organization a problem. I'm not though, and that's right. that's the assumption that everybody's making. Okay, and that's troubling, and it's 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 kind of irritating. I feel like you're in the twilight zone. It's like, number one, I just didn't like the movie. I just didn't enjoy the shit. You okay. know what I'm saying? That's um, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair fair enough. enough. <laughs> and it was kind of exacerbated by the fact that I understand how um, things work in these kind of spaces. And so much of it was just off, and it was just irking me. Like you saw my Facebook post, like shit, just irked my soul. Like, and I didn't say it angered me. Right. And I wasn't angry at him coming. In. It irked me though. The whole, the whole shit was just awkward, and it didn't make no damn sense. Like, like that dance scene. Like the whole movie felt like that. It was just some big awkward ass. Like, what the hell is going on here? It felt like it yeah. was out of order. Talking about the dancing with no music. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, weird. Yeah, I yeah, think they weird. were supposed to edit the music back in, but yeah, they, was they, they somebody yeah. forgot. To anyway, do I, didn't, I didn't mean to, I didn't move to, I didn't mean to move to that place, but I'm just saying. I, I never mind. I think I think one of the other okay. reasons that it might be like super controversial is that black folks don't talk about their issues in public. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, if we're dudes, we're going to the barber shop. Like, we're not going. We're not going to make a movie about it and talk about it. We're going. Go to the barbershop, discuss it amongst ourselves, come up with a way to fix it, and fix it. Or the women will go to the hair salon, gossip amongst themselves, talk amongst themselves. Why they gotta be organize. gossiping when it's in the hair salon? I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That, <laughs> that, 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 was, that was that was y'all was, my y'all bad. was speaking and we gossiped. Yeah, that was, my, that was my bad. That's normally what happens at a hair salon, though. Right. You right though. You kinda, <laughs> all the tea. Kind of segue into the point that was a question that I was gonna ask was that. I firmly believe this has probably happened to at least one human being. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how do you think that person and right. their family looks at the movie and feels in telling that story? I would feel exploited. I, 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 I would, I would want to ask them if they even want that, to, want that story to be told. Mm. Do, do, do they want to relive Mm-hmm. that whole situation again you know like sometimes you go through something traumatic like that and it's like all right i've gotten over it through counseling or however they handle it i'm in mm-hmm. a good place and then to come back and have to revisit that place because of something that someone's trying to capitalize off of but then you know we we mentioned fruitvale station when we got started earlier and it's, but I'm it was sure important that, to tell that story but they too. had to they had to clear that and get permission to do mm-hmm. that when you fictionalize it it's completely okay. different and to joe's point um someone that i spoke to earlier today was in the process of pledging a drop line and i asked him mm-hmm. had he seen the movie and he said no because i feel like it's going to be triggering for me mm-hmm. so i mean that that's important to know to know um if people want their stories told in that yeah. way. I slightly wish he had gone with a based on a true story route, honestly. Like tell someone's actual story. Just because now you're taking the subjectiveness and objectiveness out of the situation yeah. and it's the telling of what did happen to one particular person mm-hmm. versus leaving it now up for interpretation. And you've got all, you guys, I'm assuming had a positive Greek experience and 
you know, someone didn't, but now everyone's clashing over it, you know, based on where you're coming it to the film. I so wonder, I mean, how do you feel about uh, Beast of No Nation, like another Netflix? Did you ever? Mm-hmm, I've been, I watched it. Okay, so yeah. it's it's similar because they're not saying a specific African country or right. yeah. a specific, like, like child or a specific, like, based on a true story. It's, like, mm-hmm. completely fictional. You do have a good point there. Yeah, it's a great point. Mm. Africa's oh. big continent, though. But when people see that and they they don't see a specific country, they, they see, see Africa. Africa. Yeah. Yeah, see, I'll give you, you that. You know, you yeah. know, this is the thing about it to me, and this is like there's so many arguments that I feel like go against you guys' arguments because everybody here likes Menace to Society, and how many people? Well, except for Lisa, she's going on record saying that she thinks the movie sucks. But I, I didn't say it sucks. I just don't think it's as good as you think it is. Okay, well, raise your hand if you think Menace to Society is not good. I'm raising my hand, but you can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we saw... I, oh, no, oh, I'm sorry. I, I meant the opposite. Yeah, oh, that is good. Would y'all judge me if I said I haven't watched it in its entirety? Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck it, judge me. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we've seen movies like Juice. We've seen movies like Menace to Society. We've seen movies like... Uh, uh, well, let's take Juice out of it. Boys in the Hood, South Central, right? Mm-hmm. Um, did... And we saw these movies before we even touched California, most of us, right? right. Mm-hmm. So did you? Did we have our depiction about what California was based upon? But yes. I mean, mm-hmm. like, when you actually go to Cali, it's kind of like that, though. Um, well, when I when, put it like this, when I've gone to Cali, <laughs> I've never Cali, been to Cali. I've experienced. I've never, drive by, <laughs> I've never seen a drive by. Well, it was like, not not, not mm-hmm. the drive by person, not to that extent. I've seen that right. shit in Virginia, cause. Oh, okay. Well, I wouldn't say cuz. That's false flagging right there. No, I'm in Virginia in the Virginia sense. Cuzzo. Yeah, okay. But but, (laughs) can I say something? Yeah, sure, sure. um, Corey? Yes. You you mentioned like how how would the family feel Mm -hmm. seeing like put yourself on that side of it. And I think this is one of our problems is that it's it's depicted as being so brutal with no regard for the well-being of the aspirant at all. Mm -hmm. And that's not how it works. Like when people have died in these hazing incidents. Like, I wasn't there, okay? Mm-hmm. But it's, with any kind of roughhousing, with any kind of shit, and it's, and it's aggressive process, you know what I'm saying? With any with any kind of process that is aggressive like that, there's always the possibility that something can go wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, it, I think the problem with it is like, it, it looked like there was, everything was done with such malintent. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And they had no regard for the the aspirants and their health and 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 their well being like you don't just smack somebody in the ribs that are broken you don't clap nobody's ears that shit is crazy right. yeah. so but we I think everybody's in agreement with that oh, we are in agreement like, I don't no but what I'm true. saying is what I'm saying is that you're saying well if this has happened then it's fair to tell about it yeah mm-hmm. and they showed it you know what I'm saying and they show okay somebody died from hazing somebody got hurt from hazing but right. they're not showing the circumstances around it. You know what I'm saying? They're just showing that these motherfuckers was brutal. Like, you imagine a nightmare of how it happened mm-hmm. as opposed to the fact that shit got rough, they was running, and the motherfucker fell. You know what I'm saying? And okay. and hit his head on something. You dig what I'm saying? Right. It's that kind of thing. That's my problem. Um, I've gotten hurt. Okay. Nobody meant to hurt me. Right. It was just a lot of shit going on. Right. Yeah, them them niggas were doing that shit mal malintention. Malintention. You dig what I'm saying? I I guess no love. I guess it's all. But for me, it's hard to understand why why it's not viewed as this particular chapter of Lambda, whatever they were called, 
he's, you know, Zerk is going to the dean saying, yo, it's not the same. Like, he's trying to tell people it's not the same as what it used to be. Ever since it's gone underground, it's a little bit different. How does he know that? Was he there? Well, I don't, I mean, that's where the, you gotta, I don't know. But how does he know that? Maybe he talked to his father, because his father didn't well, cross over. Well, obviously his father didn't cross, because shit was fucked up for his dad, too. Well, that's what I'm saying. They, well, they didn't, you're assuming that. They didn't get into that. He did. He said that his father didn't see the process through. It was too rough. He, no, he just said he didn't see it through. He didn't say it was too rough. Yeah, I mean we. I mean everybody got Netflix. We can go back and look at the shit and see who's right or wrong. But they didn't get into why he, he never crossed. That was a mystery. You know, they didn't. They didn't say specifically. He didn't so. cross because he dropped. Yeah. Well, Typically, people drop because the process too, is too much for them. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. thought that was implied. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. if that was implied, yeah. well, shit, then it was. Well, fuck y'all, then. Nigga. <laughs> y'all trying to gang up on the real nigga. <laughs> but 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 I like I don't understand. I I don't understand how come people can't disconnect from like when if, if you know so i'm going to use your own example against you okay go for it cuz you just told me about all these depictions of black people and you're like is this what people think of black people i didn't say this is what people think of no, black people no when you went out to cali do you think that that's what it is and keon just told you yeah that's what i thought it would be and unfortunately when those are the only images presented to you you ingest that as the norm yeah okay that's that that stands for everything but did but did you say movies like that shouldn't have been made did you were you like yo they shouldn't talk about gang activity like that i don't even know i never like, I, people and, and that I've are made in this games. Ar- I've made this argument right. a thousand times. We can make a gangster movie when mm-hmm. we make twenty more movies that are not that show us being normal ass people. Mm-hmm. Right. We 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 can balance that out. But if that is the the constant imagery that you're fed, you ingest that, and on your subconscious you believe it. You believe that that is it because that's the single story. Shout out to Chimamanda that has been presented to you over and over. Yeah. And you have to be careful of the single story. Um. Bars. I, I, I can see what you're saying. I mean, I think that like we just gone on record saying there's just not a lot. There's, there's... so so our cameraman, uh, shout out to Dexter Cole and I. Uh, he is saying that we have a different world. You're absolutely right. correct. We do have a different world, but I want you to talk to somebody. You had shout out to Jasmine. <laughs> you're so cute, Corey. Um, <laughs> I want you to talk to a 17 year old and ask them if they know anything about that show or if they've watched it. Because I bet you if you ask like. I mean, if you ask my kid, who's nine, who Jasmine Guy is, she's like, mm. oh, that's the auntie on Casey Undercover. She doesn't, and you know, that's the dad. Um, Jasmine Guy is the auntie and Kadeem Hardison is the dad. Like, that's what they know. Are they interested? Are they going back and watching that? Do they have that information readily available to pull in their memory banks to counterbalance it? I'm going to go with no. So you, ha- you have to be mindful of the setting. Um, and and we, can ha- we can have one school day's and how many gangster movies did you just name? I think that, like four. That's three, my four. point. Uh, I, I I honestly lost your point. I don't I don't think I kept up with what you were, what you meant in well, that in that capacity. Up. But I'm just telling you, when you have a single story and that imagery is presented to you, and that's the only thing you have to go by, then you accept that as being the truth. Right. So um, go ahead. Well, I guess me personally, um, before I went to college, I kind of had a neck. A slightly negative view of like Greek life because my dad he was also um, hurt when he was a uh, legend. But um, once you like, I guess it's kind of like the um, the idea that like white people only see negative images of black people, so that's what they think they are. And we see Im- negative yeah. images of ourselves. Yeah, exactly. But when you actually meet like a Greek person or you have friends that are Greek, you go to an HBCU, not even an HBCU, just a place that has a BGLOs or whatever. Like all that goes away, so I'm saying, how 
how bad is this film if like you're chilling with Greek people and you see like oh that's that's not true or something like that like you're not you have you have all those other examples to counteract okay. that. It's bad think, enough to where I wouldn't have fucked with it if I seen that movie. Yeah, okay. yeah. Real talk. Like it's this is one of those things where it's on a big enough stage to make that much of an impact versus it just being like me going out and shooting shooting something and showing it to my friends like yo, which I think it is. Like they know me and they know me as Greek, so they'll see this and they'll be like, oh, that's you know that's that's a that's a cool movie. You know what I'm saying? But this is on a stage where you're you're you've got a stereotype of all fraternities, you know what I'm saying, and you're kind of impacting like hundreds of thousands of people and what they would have gone through if they went through something, their experience, you know what I'm saying. In the movie itself, just just how it was shot, it, it carries with it a certain authenticity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it, it feels like it, it doesn't look like Stomp the Yard looked. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So. It doesn't it feel like, like that felt either. Right, all. right. So, yeah. Well, now I would say this too, just knowing the background of of the co-writer uh, slash director, that that gives that lends some credence to people believing the yep. authenticity. Yeah. yeah, that the authenticity is there. Well, don't. But you guys don't look at this as an opportunity as people being part of Greek organizations. You don't look at this as an opportunity to stand up and say, "Yo, my organization is not like that." And and we take pride in that. Well, that's I mean, like that's like I'm saying like years. if if somebody comes out with a movie talking about niggas ain't shit, you don't see it as an opportunity to um, voice the fact that niggas is shit. Like like it's kind of weird what he position that's to take. True. That's very true. Oh, and and I mean, but but, but I, I, and, and I to, get and your to, point. And to your point, yeah. you don't you don't know what they do when they're interacting within their own organizations. You don't know what role they're serving. You don't know that they're not there looking over, you know, the, sh- the shoulder to make sure shit doesn't get out of hand. Right. You don't know that. And they're not going to tell you that because it's, well, you're not privy to that. See, that. see, to me, that becomes part of the problem. And you're right. I'm not privy to it. But what to me, what becomes part of the disconnect is, all right, it's a secret society. And mm-hmm. then you got somebody that jumps off the ledge and says, this is what what potentially happens in a secret society. Mm-hmm. And then you got everybody in the secret society saying, it's a secret society, dog. You shouldn't even be talking about this shit. So we're kind of left, like, if, if you're concerned about people's perception of it, you're kind of leaving it to the opposition. That's why we here. And I don't want to be here talking about this shit, because I feel like I'm halfway dry snitching in here. But it's like, because, <laughs> because he jumped off that ledge and did that shit, it's like, God right, damn. Yeah. Right. Like, I, yeah. yeah. Right. Damn, dry snitching just like by saying it, you don't it, like it, the movie? Oh, no, like, but it's, like, but it's like, having to come here and defend a process that like, you're not even supposed to be talking that about. That I can't talk about. It's weird. The biggest thing that they talk about is discretion. And this movie like breaks that whole entire word discretion to nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually didn't know that that was kind of a secret, the process. No, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that it was like a secret Thing. I mean, there's the Nobody's, stereotypes of things, but I didn't right. know it was a, a, a legitimate secret. There's a stereotype of a process and what you're going to go through and all of that good stuff. And look, whatever you think is, I went through and then cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to share that experience because it was my experience. Mm-hmm. And if I'm part of an organization and part of our part of our code is discretion, I'm not going to talk about that with anybody Unless they in my organization, and I know that, you know what I'm saying, like, we had that... The that shared ex- experience. Yeah, yeah, shared experience. You know what I'm saying? So, I got my LBs. I got I got other frat brothers. I got my, my big brothers. You know what I'm saying? I got my I got my uh, sons and nephews. You know what I'm saying? So, those are the only people that would even be able to relate to me. But for him to come out and, 
make a whole movie about a process right. and put thoughts into people's heads is kind of it's kind of reckless. What if what if the movie was completely positive, but was still revealing that process? Mm. There is no real way to like. Would you be as upset about it? I'm not even upset. Okay. It, I mean, to, but you know, to, what I mean, like I, use that, he, I use that word loosely. It's kind of it's kind of like. Uh, what if it was like the most positive Greek movie ever, but it, it exposed the process? It exposed what they wanted to expose mm-hmm. about the process. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it still doesn't speak to my experience. So how, you mentioned earlier that you wished... It still irked me because I didn't like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so if, what's the solution? If if you need more positivity, more positive images of black Greek fraternities, but no one's willing to so I think it's on that guy to right his wrong. I don't think yeah. that everybody else needs to so come behind he, him. Yeah. Okay. We, I, I think know, it's on him. I mean but like, he what made are you the supposed mess. to do? I know, he made the mess. Right, it's what fucked you, up. Like, so what it, are you supposed it, to do? It would have yeah. been, <laughs> been better if there was like, like we were saying earlier, a more balanced approach to it. Instead of him being super pass heavy, run the damn ball sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, just run it. I just, it just... Not to generalize, but it does sound like even if it was positive, you might still be a little uh, grumpy. About because there's, it. It comes you're not supposed to talk yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> you're not supposed to talk about it in general. So, yeah, so yeah, this. Spike Lee made a movie, but oh, that's not. So this topic should not be addressed. It, there should never be a film about it. It should just be. But so, or. Spike Spike Lee made a film, mm-hmm. but he didn't really he didn't expose you to anything for real because it's, it's fake, and right. you know that it's fake. Yeah. yeah. Well, so let me ask you guys this: out of curiosity. If there's somebody that is within, they're going through the process Mm -hmm. and they are getting brutally hurt because this particular chapter is on some other shit, okay? And they're going through what these young men went in this process. Who do they talk to? Uh, They're supposed to be able to talk to their big brothers. Yeah. They, and they none of them did that specifically. They did. They did talk to their big no, brothers. No, they didn't tell them what was happening. No, they're, they're well, supposed to be. They took yeah. one of them to an doctor who was the big brother mm-hmm. specifically. No, I'm talking about specifically when they were talking on the phone. They they all were concerned, and none of them said that they had a concern at that point. I feel like that was a pride thing, though. Yeah. And, and a lot of times in these situations, common sense plays a very big part in what you end up doing. Because, yo. You ain't about to be kicking me in my ribs like that. Like, dead ass. I don't care who you are. I don't care what organization it is. When you get to a point where I know that my health is in jeopardy, my life is more important than any organization ever. So, if I'm, like, the the first rule of any living organism (laughs) is survival. You're going to do what you need to do to survive. And if that's removing yourself from, from a place of harm, then do it. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times it's like, oh, you're going to be a bitch if you leave. I don't want to be no bitch, so I'm going to stay. But if I stay, I'm putting myself in harm, right. in harm's way. You know what I'm saying? See, well, that, see, was, but, that was a topic addressed in the film, it seemed like, that there are people who were probably too scared to quit. Well, no, you well, had that one dude that left, like, dumb early. Like, yeah, first scene, yeah. he was gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, he, yeah. he was gone for a that like contradicts everything that I would expect. So, right. I mean, like mind you, to, it's, it's not me, but you're I trying, you're trying to protect protect your brother, but you get kicked out. All right, so that immediately shows me wrong y'all moving. don't care about brotherhood. Wrong you moving. had dog. There was a dude that uh, matter of fact, it was Zurich. Didn't know his ace's uh, real name until like the day before, almost the, the end of the movie. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's like, so that, unrealistic. That's some shit that Thank you learned you. the first Whoa. day. 
I mean, so that speaks to the agenda of the movie. Listen, exactly. Tony Montana sitting in front of a tall uh, pile of cocaine, sniffing it. Okay, so this, this okay, we, we had this conversation, too. and I told you that there are some things that you're unfamiliar with. I'm not Greek, but I know that. No. I'm, I'm pretty sure they can sit here and tell you the birthdays of all their LB's mothers. Like no, that's what I'm telling right. you. No, no, no. But listen, but but I uh, there's there's a line of truth, and then there's a line of this is a movie. No, and this is that's, a, this that's is so, a movie. That's so far fetched, though, is what I'm telling you. That's well, that's Uber Tony into Montana the moon. Tony Montana sitting in front of a tall pile of cocaine. But also, sh- shoot, you know that's 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 kind of crazy. You, too. But if you want to lend authenticity to your movie, then that is that is super inauthentic. That's what yeah, I'm telling you. But at the same time, we're touching on something that can uh, can be confirmed nor denied. This obviously happened to someone. So I don't I don't believe no, for a second that anybody I mean, well, made it to hell week not so. knowing their LB's real name. I don't know. I don't know that. You don't, I admit, you don't I, make I, it I, that I far along in a process without mm-hmm. knowing basic information. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm and saying? They like none. they knew nothing. But if an organization is gone, so is so far gone that can that corruption no meet other things? I can't. I can't see it. See, I think that's unrealistic to think that an organization can get so corrupt that things that you think. I, I, I yeah. agree, Corey. Like that can can't happen. Not with, that, are, though. <laughs> are going to happen? But that's to me, that's not being realistic There's, to think. I think, that. It, I think it's a matter of like mm-hmm. exposure. And I'm not in an organization. I can tell you, mm-hmm. not that. And that no, he put that shit in there to make you feel like that. Like they right. don't really know anything. They don't about even fucking know each, each other. This right. is just meaningless brutality. Right. These motherfuckers ain't getting nothing from, and nothing is getting derived from this shit. They don't learn nothing about each other. They don't learn nothing about the organization. None of that stuff that you're supposed to be building up is actually built up. Right. So why are they even doing this? Like that spoke to exactly what his agenda was. That part in particular. Yep. Okay. So what do you feel like his agenda was? To crush the whole pledging process. I feel like. Or to, really or, to or, or to drastically like, reformat it. Okay, I can I can see the drastically reformat it. I see both of your points. Um, I can see. What were you saying, Joe? I said I think we're just trying to capitalize financially on on experiences that may or may not have been had. I, I mean, think if he if he was trying to capitalize financially, he could have just turned it into a horror movie or something, right? You think that shit was a horror well, movie? Also, too, you you mentioned <laughs> may or like, may not, but there are documented cases of of people I'm dying. In his, cha- like, in his chapter, in his chapter, that he that he witnessed firsthand. That, that I don't know. So we, we, I'm I mean, talking we don't, general man. world, yeah. You know, like that yeah, whole we, the whole you know what I'm saying part where they all had to go and match the shit. That's that's crazy. That was a little like really nah. I don't think so. I right. thought that was kind of. Well, I just I, I thought I'm that not, was kind of an homage to school days or something like that, or like a call back to that. It's <laughs> See, I I was making a point before that I feel like the movie was less about fraternities and more about the the entire point. And fraternities was like a conduit to get to that point, which is, you know, well, one, I feel like I feel like the mother, the movie was about brotherhood. And and I feel like there was moments like that, that see, see, now you got to Keon's making a face for everybody who can't see. He's making a face at me like this can't be about brotherhood. Yeah, they're really being <laughs> so, so, so then this is why I say that is because I saw instances of guys that that you know were not on the same page at the beginning of the film, and then at the end of the film they were on the same page. Mm-hmm. I saw instances of people taking licks for their line brothers. I saw, you know, I saw things of this nature that pushed that point through. Now, it might not, that point may have not been pushed through if I didn't have those contrasting views. And that's where I think, 
the, the contrasting view of like, I don't know this guy. That's where I think that scene comes in, where it's like they really don't know who Square is, but still he's riding hard for Square. So I feel like that that shit was to push the idea that that there is a remnants of brotherhood when it comes to these when it comes to these organizations. You know, again, he's trying. I, I think he's not really trying to speak to people. Man, it's, it's just so hard because I, I feel like if you're trying to address a problem, somebody's not going to like it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like at the core of it, okay, anybody who makes a movie, they're making a movie to capitalize financially. So I don't even think that's fair to make that argument. Okay. Nobody makes a movie to lose. That's number one. That is fair. Okay. So number two is, you know, I feel like he wouldn't have done this, broke the code, broke the code of his brotherhood that you guys, you know, constantly let me know that he's breaking the code. Go this far and do it on film if he didn't feel like this was his last option or this was the only way I can get people to really understand me. Like nobody jumps out. I wouldn't get, if you're Eminem, you're not going to get on the record talking about your mom and and, and call her all types of bees if she's really not a problem. schoolmate of ours, and I saw him, he'll remain nameless, he'll probably listen to this, but he mentioned several times that he went to a screening and they had a QA and a and the guy was talking like he had no real direction. So I don't know that it's that. I think he said, this is just a movie. It's just a movie. It's just a movie. And, I, and to your point about the Willie Lynch letter, I think that that was what he was trying to covertly communicate. Right. That this is, it's a, it's a fake letter, right? but there's real information in it. Absolutely. To me, that's, the, that's one of the most important scenes in the film. You know, the whole, y'all know what scene we talk about. Everybody know what scene we talk about, the mm-hmm. Willie Lynch thing. So, you know, for the people, you know, people who maybe haven't seen it, which I don't know why you listen to this podcast. Why you haven't seen it. Why you're an hour in it. Right, <laughs> right. So the, the two girls are having an argument about the Willie Lynch letter. And one is saying that the document doesn't matter because it's completely fake. And the other girl is saying it doesn't matter that it's fake. It's saying some true shit inside of this letter. So, and then, and well, then. shouting out his own movie with that one. Pretty yeah, much. no, very much. That scene was all that scene was all about this film. And then, you know, in, in Zurich's character, um, Alfre Woodard, uh, Professor Hughes, I think her name was in the film, she called on Zurich to sort of make his comment about it. And do y'all remember what he said? Go ahead and tell us, Treasy. Well, I'm just I don't want to be the one saying all this shit because I look like I'm so pro film and everybody's uh, You're anti- the only one that's on your phone. You're mad because I'm prepared. I'm a prestigious prestigious ODU guy. Okay. All right. So um, show us your papers. Your certificate? Do you have your certificate? Did it arrive yet? Oh, you mad, Yo, you, it's, yo. It's not true. It's an inside joke. But if oh, you can. Okay. It was, it was, it was. Oh, okay. Uh, I can confirm. Okay, cool. So, um, damn, I don't even. Oh, I'm, I made all these fucking notes. Look, I made all these fucking notes. So now I have to find what he said. He's pointing at his phone, though. But he specifically. Actually, I made, I made the notes. No, this is not. No, oh, this you got is, your own notes. Yeah, homework yeah, has Google. doing treasy. And second of all, I did make that outline. You just transferred it to Google Docs. So I'm not here really let's, get, let's, let's take. Let's say what it really is, okay? Um, no, he had a good. He had a good quote about. Uh, where are we at here? Oh, you know what? I know where it's at. Hold on, hold on, because I even had to email myself some shit. I wanted to be exact with this. Zurich said when you know the two girls were arguing. The, the professor called on him. He said, I don't see how we address real issues by adopting half-baked urban myths. We don't need a real document to wake us up. I don't see how we address real issues by adopting half-baked urban myths. Right. 
Then he's calling himself out. Yeah, what the Wait, fuck? Say that one more time. He said, I don't see how we address real issues by adopting half-baked urban myths, and we don't need a real document to wake us up. So what's your interpretation? Th- those two... That's, not, that's, not, that's right. a paradox. That shit sounds right. weird. Right. <laughs> well... I mean, it's open for interpretation, I guess, <laughs> for wherever he stood, wherever I, he stood that, in the matter. I think that he was trying to sound profound, but that actually doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. Yeah, okay. it don't make because he's, well, he's calling his own not, movie not, bullshit. Yeah, not together they don't. Yeah. <laughs> not together. It's they like don't. if you would have spaced them out, then maybe. <laughs> no, no, like, not even. <laughs> scene, like, like, like have it in one scene and then oh, like oh, another scene, oh. maybe. But like together in the same paragraphical sentence. I'm trying to. Nah. Doesn't 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 resonate to anybody else. Keon does words. He's he's really digging here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did anybody like the movie? Did y'all like? The I shit? loved it. So Treasy obviously loved it. Yeah, I liked it as a movie. So in terms of entertainment and production value and the quality of the acting, I've seen independent black films, not necessarily produced by Netflix, by and for Netflix, but on Netflix, and the and the quality in comparison is you know it's miles ahead so was i entertained as Corey likes to say check did yeah. i think the production value was good check did i think the film was um from a technical perspective as as limited as i am there and i'm sure like jesse and martin and treasy and Corey can can give their perspective on that but it was it pleasing to my eyes check i just didn't fuck with the message I thought, I thought the actors so did a great job, what, too. What do you feel like the message was in the film? Then? It was an anti-Asian movie, like you said, but it, it did it at the expense of these organizations, and it did it in a very heavy-handed and unbalanced way. All right. Jesse, Martin, Corey, because y'all seem kind of indifferent about the, 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 the whole movie. I am quite indifferent about did, it, did, did you guys take any other message? Was anti-Hazing, was, was that the only message that you guys took from the film? I felt like it, it was definitely heavy on anti-Hazing. But I think it tried, as we referenced earlier, it tried to sprinkle in some of some generic notions of Greek life, maybe. Some very I mean, very generic, just so that the movie isn't completely about anti hazing. I thought that the whole like they were line strolling at a party and the girl was trying to kick him out the room, like people don't line stroll in public all the it, damn time. Just, that was so it, weird. It, some of them some of those sprinkles felt really forced. To me, I, I, I was like, like she, I was like, she was trying okay. to use the term GDI so she could this define is, what it was. That's what it was. Right. That's, but I'm saying it was like, this is the scene for this. And this then is the, the whole the like, lambda juice, hey, bro, what you making? And yeah. I was like, <laughs> definitely forced. I definitely yeah. have drank people's drinks those, and those without somebody things, having to tell me. And those if you're things, pledging, you should know. Yeah. Those things, I was like, I see what you're trying to do. You want to, you want to maybe potentially educate people about some form of Greek life, but it felt forced. Also, wherever they found those fake sorority girls, I am convinced none of them have ever seen a real line stroll. That shit looks so awkward mm. and forced. I can't. I'm just. Saying. What's a line I stroll? What they def- were doing in the house party, like dancing in a line. And dancing oh, in okay. Okay, I got you. I think I think this is kind of part of it. I think because I thought the movie just sucked. Like, <laughs> and but I think. That one of the reasons I I feel that way is because I wasn't because I I'm familiar with the process and everything, mm-hmm. I wasn't seduced by that aspect of the movie. Like I think that people are entertained by this this what they perceive to be a, a behind the scenes look into a world that they're intrigued by, mm-hmm. and that's what's kind of carrying people's um enjoyment of the movie. Because because honestly, the shit just wasn't good. If you ask me, the shit like I said, it's just it was just. 
It was forced. None of that shit made sense. You, they're just washing cars and break into a chant. It was weird. The whole <laughs> that shit was, was weird. That was, I mean, that was weird to me too. Watch. Yeah. Not, not and, but like there was the whole movie to me stayed that way. Just weird and, and gotcha. like the conversation he had when he was walking on the yard with um Professor Hughes. Yeah. It was weird. The way it escalated, it was just odd. And he was just like, I'm not a leader. And, and, and that, that shit came out of nowhere when he said it. And then she was like, use that passion. It was like, what the hell is this conversation well, about? Do, do you remember what she said there, though? To see, that, that, was see a, that was a critical point of the, of the movie as well. I'm saying the shit wasn't well, well written. Okay. Well, Martin, what was your perspective? What, what did you take from it? Um, I guess overall, I liked the movie. I really liked the cinematography. Um, but I, I actually didn't like the acting that much. Like I'm not really sold on like any of the characters except for like Javante Rhodes. Man, you ain't like the big country nigga. Yeah, I was like, no, God I felt damn. like he was the most yeah. convincing. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I know that guy in real life. Yeah. Yeah. He was scary, like Loki, big country. I think his name was. Yeah, yeah I feel like I feel like I, I knew him. Yeah. Right, I've seen him in somebody before. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said he said I can make you. I bet I can make him quick. That was gangster. Real shit. I went to school with him probably th- three times. Right. Yeah. But finish what you were saying, Mark? Uh, yeah. Overall, overall, I liked it. I think I agree with you kind of with how you're saying. Like, it gives you a peek behind the curtain into like new information. So that might kind of distract you about whether the movie is actually good or not. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess it's the same as like my favorite documentary is Star Wars. But I don't think like. It's like the best documentary ever made. It's just like I got to see like about graffiti. I got to see all these legends and stuff that I was I was really into graffiti at the time. So in a sense, it's like a doc. It's not, of course, it's not like it's not a documentary at all. But you get to learn something that you might have been interested about, like throughout. But you never got a chance. You never wanted to ask somebody about it, and you never got a chance to really uh, get into it. So. That's it's interesting from that perspective. But overall, I'm like I like black directors getting to tell their own stories. I like more black actors coming out. So to me, it's a plus because I hope these people get to go on and do different things. Right. And I, I love what Netflix is doing as far as like just snatching films from Sundance. That if this movie came out in theaters, I think it would have got like a lot of bad press and right. like it wouldn't have made any money. It would have got Birth of a Nation. And yeah, like for sure. HBCUs wouldn't have supported it. Like it, like it wouldn't have got anything basically. But now that it comes out of Netflix, nobody has to like pretend like I'm not, I'm going to boycott this film. It's like you watch it or you don't yeah. watch right. it. Right. Right. They already got your money. That's real. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Jesse, what was, it, what did you kind of take from it? Okay. So like after I watched the film, I, try to do a little bit of research just to see like how many deaths has there been you know in the hazing process and since like 2010 there's been 15 deaths a lot of them were due to like alcohol overdoses mm-hmm. and stuff and black, like that black, not, 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 not in a black greek letter organization no 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 no, no, no in general okay. yeah just in general um so i White think boys like to drink <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's typically what happens in yeah. those organizations they don't get beat to death they drink themselves yeah. Yeah. we don't do that shit yeah. But um, I think you guys were talking about this earlier. It was in uh, 2011, um, Florida AM University. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like um, that whole incident with uh, Robert Champion, how he died going through the whole process trying to get to leadership, I feel like it's like. He was just trying to cross his section. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah that's but, the but, band. But I feel like what. <laughs> that the, shit is serious for them, too. Yeah, that shit is real. 
Yeah, like what the filmmaker maybe tried to do in this instance was trying to take a situation like that and then kind of wrap it in his own experience mm-hmm. and try to come up with a scenario in which the whole abuse of the the system of the ritual of of hazing right. to 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 get people to um be accepted into some sort of group or some sort of leadership. I feel like that's what he was trying to do, right. which he probably didn't do well. But again, what you were kind of saying, the lore of the film for me was the fact that I don't know what happens behind the scenes. Right. And you do hear a lot about Hell Week and stuff like that. And with that being so glorified about being like a big part of the process, that's what kind of, you know, was mm-hmm. intriguing to me. Interesting. I was actually surprised that someone died at the end. I didn't think it was going to go that way. Yeah, me neither. I really it, didn't. It, it, well, did he they, they foreshadowed as though Zurich was going to die. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that. Mm-hmm. If I had like to bet, I would have thought Zurich would have died. I knew he mm-hmm. wasn't going to because yeah. that was too obvious. But how did, how, how did you guys feel about the uh, the fact that Zurich stayed with his brother when everyone else was trying to, you know, yeah. dip out and I mean, stuff? I mean, oh, that's, that that's probably, that, that's, that's probably the best representation of brotherhood mm-hmm. that there was there. Because you're not going to just drop someone off and leave them, that shows that you have no soul. Right. You don't care. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Zurich, like, he, he wasn't that guy. He didn't have that in him to just not care about someone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he understood the process. He understood brotherhood. He understood all of the things that uh, are supposed to be represented in a fraternity. Mm-hmm. And so, listening to what the guys were telling him to do, which was drop him off, leave him, wear your hoodie, don't let nobody see you hide the plates. It's like, no, fuck that. I got to stay here with him because this is my LB and I got to make sure he's straight. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he's not straight, then that's that's just going to weigh on my heart forever. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? At the end, we realized he wasn't straight. He died. And then Zurich made that call to his dad. So I'm almost certain Zurich ended up Dropping line on some, you know, no, this no, ain't fuck that. You're in. Oh, he was in. You're in. Well, I was gonna mean, ask that. that. I, mean, I was gonna you, ask. But from at, a, at a certain, you might point, not want to like, be in. If the line goes away, then you're not, and you will have done it for nothing. Oh, that's true too. Yeah, that, yeah I mean, that's they, true. They are suspended. Yeah, I did or have decharted. an interpretation of that plus the ending that I felt like it was him. I think with him and avoiding his father the whole film. Mm-hmm. I think it was highlighting maybe there's an issue sometimes when pledging that you can force the rest of the world out and you get so focused on, not even Greek, but maybe if you're trying to be in any type of organization. I think that he thought that his father was going to talk him out of it. But and his father represented his conscience and he was ignoring that. Right. Yeah, and I think with him helping his, his line brother, I, I don't know, I didn't interpret that as him. I interpret that as like the message was that the fraternity was so anti-brotherhood, anti-being a human being, that that was him saying, you know what, I'm going to be a decent human being. Yeah. Right. N- and not I'm going to be a better frat brother or I'm going to be a better Greek. That I'm going to be a... I'm going to... Everything that you've shown me about Greek fraternity in this particular film is so anti what it should be that I'm going to just go ahead and be a decent human being. Mm-hmm. And then he called his dad. He had been pushing his dad away the whole film. And to me, him calling his dad and also staying at the hospital was embracing that, like, I need to... Maybe I need this isn't for me, or maybe that this is the values that I get here aren't necessarily exclusive to Greek. I'm just so, so. confused as to why nobody looks at this as a coming of age story. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, because <laughs> you look at it in, in the eyes, in the eyes of certain. What did I mean? Okay. I don't know what you mean. All right, so we watched we watched a boy transform into a man. 
That's he essentially like he's already what a man. I feel no, like, I think I he knew like he in was... theory what a, what he knew. He thought he knew in theory what a man was. But he told us in our opening monologue that pe- you come out of this a different person. Mm-hmm. You come out of this with a better understanding. I feel like there were so many symbolisms that pointed to that. They constantly asked him, why are you here? Why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. You know, he was, uh, you know, we heard him say at the beginning, my father dropped line and I wanted to prove I could do it. He really didn't have a good reason. Mm-hmm. That conversation, that you, to what you were saying, Keon, the conversation he was having with Professor Hughes when they were walking the yard. She basically, well, not even basically, verbatim, she told him, I want you to take that passion and lead by example. Light the torch and lead your brothers out from the underground and back to what your fraternity was meant to be. Mm-hmm. She knew there was a problem. And she knew that and she knew that Zerk was a leader. What she was telling him was like, he was saying, I don't want to be a leader, whatever the case may be. She's like, bro, that's not a choice. People gravitate to you because you're a natural leader. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna give you some direct. She represented Frederick Douglass to me. She was like a modern day abolitionist. I didn't like yeah. that shit at oh, all. Well, but it's but it's what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She it's it's what it is. She she understood that like maybe there was somewhere along the line, this particular fraternity had had lost its way and the leadership was being was very much tampered because of that. Mm-hmm. And it took somebody with compassion, with with understanding and with a kind heart to come in here and be brave enough to switch shit around. She didn't know how it was going to happen, mm-hmm. you know, but she planted that seed. That's what him finishing the paper was all about mm-hmm. and showing that he stood up into that position. He gave an ending monologue before the guys went and across the And that was so fucking week. weird. That was what? weird. We come from kings. I'm like, why are you saying this to them right now? I, I didn't know, understand. Yeah, that, that, that was, that was uh, weird. Yeah. It was it's corny, but it's not the first time in film someone gave, gave a, a, gave a, a third act mod. <laughs> 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 it's not the first time. Lizzie clashed your shit. I want y'all to remember we descend from, from kings yeah. and queens, what not no he, slaves. What else, like, did he say in that, what else did he say in that, though? You go for it. No, what you tell me, though. That, I don't remember because I checked because, out. Yeah, you checked out. Because I was checked like, why is he saying the fuck in while he's talking and making a point. And he said, yo, from this day forward, we have to treat each other with respect the people that came before us with respect and the people that come after us with respect because that's what this shit is about. We earned it. We went through this process to treat people better. We went through that. So Hove went through that. So hopefully you wouldn't have to go through that just to put it in rap terms. Mm -hmm. His whole thing was like, yo, we may be getting treated with disrespect, but we don't have to pass that shit on. My nigga, like we we're the change that can happen. To me, the movie was a, it was about brotherhood. It's about revel. It's about looking at somebody become become a man from like a follower to a motherfucking leader, a position of leadership. But it's masked by this. This this thing could have been about gang life. It could have been oh, about God. the military. Yeah, that's how I feel. This story. I know that's about- how you feel because that's what it, that's the feeling it gave you that they was being jumped into a fucking gang. That's no, what it no, like. you're missing the point. What I'm, I'm saying. Not though. Yeah, I'm not. You, you that's are. upsetting to me that you would make that comparison. But why? But what? Finish my sentence, Lizzie, please. I'm not gonna finish your sentence. Okay, well, let me finish it then. Then you judge me. I mean, you that. used the word wrong a minute ago, but I didn't check you for it. So go ahead and finish your fucking oh sentence. My <laughs> what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I feel like the film used fraternities as a conduit. Mm-hmm. I don't. I feel like it could have been about the fire department. Is that better, Lizzie? It could have been about people like in, in police Fire academy. Much, you know, because in, in any time people are, are forced to band together, it does create this brotherhood. And you have to either carry on tradition or you do things your way, whatever the case may you be. You get jumped into the fire department. 
I don't look at it like he got jumped into it. That's what I'm saying. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah, because they were, because, okay, because they were speaking to fraternities in a specific situation. Mm -hmm. But that's why I'm saying it could have been anything else. This could have been the process that you go through to be a Boy Scout. And and I would have taken the same. (laughs) (laughs) What you're trying to say is there's there's a common thread to joining organizations sometimes. That there's things that people come together, they go through different experiences. Mm-hmm. Yes, not everybody has the identical experience, but sometimes the story can be transferred to a different organization. That's what I think he's saying. Like, yeah, not in a literal that's, sense that, yeah, like, yes, you get beaten as a fireman, but fireman probably form a bond that can be I'm similarly sure compared to I'm Greek sure fraternity. So. And but, the same thing with the military, yes. I agree. Yeah. My problem with the whole Frederick, like, what do you call them scenes where y'all pull away and you looking at the horizon and all that shit? Like it, it was like it was trying to make get deep and real. It had these sad melodies and it was real oppressive and he like he, like message. He said um because <laughs> I use this line in one of my poems. My the poem is actually about police brutality. He said find, it was a Frederick Douglass quote. Find out just what any people will quietly submit to, and you have found the exact measure of injustice and wrong which will be imposed upon them. There you go. So for him to use that. On, on the landscape of pledging, it made us like it had the the they had these brutal slave fields when they was fields like it, feel yeah. yeah yeah you know what I'm saying like when you watch the scene when they was in the cut and they was taking wood, it was like it felt like the same way when um Denzel was getting beat in motherfucking glory right, you know yeah. what I'm saying it was like that's it, it was odd that they they framed it in that way and that's why if 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 the movie was about what you're saying. I think that distracted me from that, right? Because it didn't seem like a coming of age movie. It seemed like, why would you put these kind of quotes and this kind of message over the top as like narration, if that's what you're trying to say? It, it was the shit was odd to me. Right. I could I could see why you would frame it as odd. I mean, you know, when you when you start talking about what's authentic, what's not, and then you know the relation of something fictionalized and over dramatized to the parallel of how real it is in real life and then throwing sprinkle in the secret society. I can understand how like just all of that stuff. <laughs> I can understand how any point of anything else would get overlooked, but it's just we you know black filmmakers are in a weird space because there is a lot to talk about. There's mm-hmm. a lot that's not shown. There's a lot to talk about. And you have, and then you have to deal with the entertainment aspect of things. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, it's like it's just so hard to get a clean message out. And then when people don't follow suit, and you jump out here by yourself, you know, it's like, damn, man, like I'm I'm out here taking these lashes now. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, I'm I taking these. I don't know if he though. consulted with like anybody else before. Like, like, did he ask any of his bros? Like, yo. What y'all think about this? I'm going to say he probably, yeah, probably did because they would have been like, we fucking you up if you do this. But if it's his own steps. story. I it's mean, not. He, but it's not, though. He said it's not. Okay. Well, no. Well, he, he said they, he they, drew from experience. He, he said yeah, it's he a mixture of, he drew it from his experience yeah. and from what happened at FAMU. So Fair it's not like, you know. So there's so some you think the movie some wasn't about hazing? I think hazing, I don't think the main point of the movie was about hazing. Um, hazing was obviously in the film, but I didn't look at it as it. I didn't. I didn't specifically identify. I okay. I will say, yeah, anti-hazing was a message, but hazing itself. I was looking at that as like bad leadership. That hazing was like the synonym for bad leadership. So you know, 
I didn't specifically attach that to a Greek organization. This is like, this is bad leadership. If somebody made a movie about, you know, the Bush organization, you know, the Bush administration, and there were some things that were happening, it's like, I, it's just I identify it like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I'm trying, like, I understand from a Greek's, you know, from a Greek perspective, like, why the movie would dishearten you. Um, but then I look at it from somebody that doesn't know anything about Greek organizations, and I'm like, yo, I don't even, I don't look at this and feel any sort of way about Greek organizations. I actually empathize, like, like I, I came into it saying, like, most brothers that I knew joined organizations because they wanted to fuck bitches. I came into it knowing, like, understanding that because that's the type of personalities I met in college. Well, to Tracy's point, some people do join organizations to create an Square. identity. Yeah, square, <laughs> right. Yeah, and he said that. He was yeah. like, I'm doing this to get girls and because he he thought that it would um, validate him. Right. And yeah. I, I've encountered those people too. So yeah. to your point, I can reasonably understand why that, if your view is limited, why you might think that. Why I might think that. But then, you know, and then you see there was, there was people that joined because... My father and my grandfather. That's a part. Honestly, as somebody who's never been exposed to Greek life, that's a part of joining that I never thought about. Maybe it's just tradition in your family. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're that doing it because that is some people's you, reason for joining. That's some people's exactly. But it it did highlight that. You know, it, it didn't like you know spend a lot of time on that. There's some people that really do want to change the community. Like I was just I, I was completely blind to that. This movie helped me understand how that type of person can exist because I was so inundated with the other quality of like I just want to be the fucking man so so it this movie actually brought me down on my pedestal about how I actually felt about Greek organizations and I'm like you know what this shit makes a little bit more sense to me it makes a little bit more sense All, with everything withstanding I, that that part doesn't make sense getting your ass whooped you know I, but I also didn't look at that like that as a common practice you see what I'm saying? I just looked at it as a metaphor for bad leadership. And I can't be the only one out there that looked at it like that. Shit, I hope not. Yeah. I It'd mean, be I'm, good if everybody saw it that way. That's dope. I think I think 80% uh, of the people that you talk to about this film aren't going to look at it as deep as we are taking this conversation. Right. And at, at most, they're going to be like, yo, this is how all uh, black Greek letter organizations are. Like this is just a stereotype, right? Um, yeah, maybe, maybe not, man. I, I mean, hope not. I, 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 I think people are smarter than that. I would hope <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, shit. I, I mean, but we do, we do got Trump as a president. We talked about Get Out, and uh, I've been talking to people, and I'm they didn't watch the same movie we watched. So I'm just saying, <laughs> I think you give people too all. much credit sometimes. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I do, man. I, I mean, I believe in people, man. Um, I'm trying to look at some of the other things that we had on this list to talk about here, man, because I, I don't want the conversation to just end with that, man. I feel like we got to end like on a better note. <laughs> did, did, did anybody, did anybody give any thought into the name Zurich? Why they named the main character Zurich? You did. Yeah, I did, man. Cause I felt like, that listen, sounds German. This to me, <laughs> so this to me, this to me, it's little things like this that, le that lets me know that the director had some sort of intent. Mm -hmm. He wasn't just throwing brash messages out there. So we, Zurich is what in Switzerland, right? It's yeah. like, it's it's like apparently it's like the economy hotbed for Switzerland. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, uh a lot of the Swiss banks headquartered in Zurich. And then it's a, a apparently it's it's like a hot, it's like the biggest gold trading area is in Zurich. So I looked at it like jewels, royalty, 
king. He, you know, wisdom jewels. Dog, that's Fruit loops, milk separating. I'm just joking. Oh, <laughs> you think Switch. that's a reach? That's a super stretch. Well, how many people you know named Zurich? Zurich, yeah, that was no. that was deliberate. Like, yeah, it was that deliberate. Was deliberate. But I don't know yeah. if it was what you. Yeah, just I don't said. know if it was. Well, so what would said. so if it was deliberate, what would it be then? I don't know. You gotta ask that nigga. Zurich's yeah. in Switzerland. Switzerland's usually a neutral company in times of conflict. Hmm. Neutral, neutral country. I'm sorry. In time. So maybe, maybe it was to represent that he wasn't on one side or the other about it's his feelings neutral. about what that he was experiencing. Been. That would be my interpretation. I with that. Less of a stretch. Boy, man, y'all motherfuckers. Boy, I swear, boy, y'all anti treasy over here. Y'all don't make anti treasy burning trees. Is that? What but I, I did get that that he he wasn't necessarily neutral. But he, I felt like the character of Zerg was torn a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't. He didn't know. I think he knew what he wanted to do, but he didn't. So I could see where, you know, Switzerland being a neutral a company. Uh, I keep saying company instead of country. A neutral conveyor belt. Shout outs to conveyor belt. So I mean, I could see that being a, a weird thing. Yeah. I think he made a decision to go through with the process so that he could be the conduit for change, and he just didn't get a chance to get there. All right. Mm. Um, I have a question. Oh, hold on. Can I cut you off? Maybe he is the conduit for change. I think he is the conduit for change. Because obviously the movie ends, but if this was the real world, then potentially what happened would be exposed... And it seems like he's on the side of somebody ex- dies. Uh, that's yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I took him so as calling his dad as now he potentially will be a champion for these things to to not yeah. happen anymore. Well, you go to jail. You yeah, go, yeah. yeah, you go to prison. That's that's a fact. Well, he made, no, but Dirk isn't going to jail. Yeah, no, yes, he is. isn't going to jail. No, 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 if you that's agree, to, and laws yeah, work. if you agree to participate in it, you're just as guilty as the yeah, yeah. He's not. He did sacrifice for his brother, though. He did. That's he did. what they were saying about I didn't why know he that. stayed. Yeah, no, yeah. hazing is a So you're one. telling me if, so like, if me and Jesse on, walk in a room and people beat Jesse up and I only get kind of beat up, but Jesse dies, like, I'm, I'm But are you participating in the. Is it hazing, hazing and are you agreeing to no. be participating? It's a pledging. Let's say pledging. Pledging. I'm sorry. Pledging. So, but Zurich didn't physically harm the other guy. It, don't it doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. That's not how the law works. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't know this. I really you, did not know this until five seconds ago. If you or are a participant in any type of activity around that, you go into jail. Really? I did not well, know that. It's important to know that. I mean, that's that's yeah. important. So there was. It was. I mean, does that does that put into context for you the level of risk that everybody in that movie was assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and how that, much and risk how he was it, assuming by staying there. Well, and that should... That, at the hospital. As a matter of fact, just think about it. When they got caught in the woods with the police officers. I was just about to talk about it. It was like, oh shit, uh, sir, we, just, we got a football. We just out here playing around. I call bullshit. Everybody what, should. What else are y'all doing? Uh, you got these five dudes that are dressed alike. Y'all are dressed in street clothes. Like, what are y'all really doing? And then it took someone with some balls to be like, all right, well, we really fraternity brothers. We're trying to get them ready for a show. Yeah. Only because that police officer was in a fraternity. In a fraternity. He, let he let him slide. Yeah. Shout out to John yeah, Wilkins. To John. You know what I'm saying? Like, had that been any other police yeah. officer, it would have been like, uh, fuck that. We calling it back up. Everybody's going to jail. Right. You know what I'm saying? So give up that shout out, Corey. Oh, shout out to John Wilkins. He was the actor who played that. He is a friend uh, of yeah. Vizink. Yeah. So, is that the guy yeah. that met at uh, Sherry's house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was at, at Sherry's the, house. At the Vizink yeah, yeah. holiday party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was cool. yeah, he's an up and coming actor. Uh, and he's shout working. out to him. I yeah, might yeah. have to get him to play D. Yeah, no, he can be a drug dealer. What? Um. 
Did you want to say your last thing? Oh, yeah. I know. Just thinking, like, could this movie have, like, a... Like, I don't know. If I, if I was Greek and if I was, like, a president or something like that, could this have a positive effect where... The only people who would show up to pledge were people who were like really about that life, who are, who have a good reason, <laughs> who have a good reason, like not the people like Scrape right. who just want to get women right. or whatnot. Real well, talk. N- no, I mean, I mean, you won't get the ruffians who think they can take it physically, but that don't necessarily yeah. mean you get the best candidate. You know what right. I mean? Right. Sure. Right. So I guess in closing, man, um, I guess I I would just like to ask you guys being the being our guests and thank you guys very very much we haven't already thanked y'all for coming in here and you know and speaking to us intelligently about the greek life but what should the director have done let me ask you a question because you know that's what i proposed to you earlier he's saying that he drew some of the the premise from the incident the band hazing incident and i was like if he wanted to talk about a band hazing incident he could have made a movie about band hazing and i feel like it would have had far less of a negative reception than yeah. this because he could have he could have done like they did with Fruitvale Station. Yo, this is an actual story. Uh, we'll just change up a couple of names. You know what I'm saying? Um, they ain't change them to Fruitvale. Huh? They ain't change they ain't anything. Change well, I'm just talking about for if he did, would have done oh, okay, it like gotcha. I'm sorry. you know like this. My you know they they could have they could have just took a real story and just changed it up a little bit and you know told it however he wanted to tell it and it would it's like. That's the if it's anti-hazing, he could have yeah. easily made it about the band. And nobody's band is going anywhere because of this. Band hazing right. is a thing that people are aware of, and it does happen. Does FAM even have a band right now? Yeah. Okay, they have a band again because they, they didn't for a while. Yeah, I believe they have a band. Would everybody be as interested in seeing it if it was about band hazing? I don't know. I mean, nah, people was interested about drama. Right? Out, so it's like, that ain't about band hazing, though, bro. I mean, what? I mean, I, I could see, I could see people being like, "What I want to watch another movie when I already watched this one? I want to see something new." So you're feeling like they would walk into it feeling like they were getting the same story again, even if they weren't necessarily getting the same. Yeah, story. I think that would turn some people off because they already seen a similar story. Right. Well, okay, yeah. that's fair. All right. So before we close it out, I want to just go around the room and just get everybody's quick, because I don't think we got everybody's opinion about the film. Jesse. Um, like I said, um, not knowing anything about Greek life and only being able to see it from, you know, like the outside perspective, I feel like, um, to me, what I took away from it was that sometimes um, people in power um, can abuse it. And that was essentially what we saw here. There was a lot of teetering the line. These people are in a certain position, um, and sometimes you can go too far. And I think that's what this film is kind of about. Sometimes people do go too far and someone gets hurt or killed over it. Lizzie. Um, I definitely agree with what Jesse just said. Um, I think I pretty much said how I felt. I felt like he was trying to capitalize off of someone else's pain, um, maybe his own, who knows, or, or things that he's observed. And I think that even though I was entertained and I would say it's a it's a good movie. It's not a great movie. It's it's good. Like at the baseline of what good is. I would encourage people to watch it so that they can form their own opinion about it. But ultimately, um, to answer your earlier question, I think that it is destructive more than it is constructive. Mm. Okay. Mark. Um, I I think it's decent and I think it's but I do think it's flawed. I think it omits a lot of stuff that should be in there. Um, and I, but I do like that 
black filmmakers have like an avenue now to just get a film in the Sundance and then potentially end up on Netflix a month and a half later. I think that's really great. Nice. Okay. Keon? I feel like um, the movie was whack. (laughs) (laughs) If you are... um, if you are going to tell the story, which you have every right to tell, um, and it is an issue that deserves a little attention, um, at least uh, do do your organizations and Greek organizations a little bit of more, a little bit more justice. Give us a little bit more respect. Right. I think that's fair. And that's it. That's fair. Joe? Um, I didn't, I didn't like or dislike it. Uh, there's, there's a lot that I did not like about it, but there's, from a production standpoint, a lot that I did like about it. Um, but to the point that Keon just said, I would have liked to see more balance in it instead of it just being tilted one way and not, you know, kind of toward the center. Corey? Uh, I thought the movie was just okay. Um, with you, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. But, um, I think due to, I guess, the, the culture of Greek, I think it deserves more positive films before you do this. However... I do personally believe that these things have probably happened to a person or person, and I think they deserve to have their story told too. So, okay, great. Real quick before we end, yeah. want to shout out both Joe and Jesse. Uh, Jesse wrote a script for a film, and Joe is now directing that film. Nice, so coming to nice. fruition. Oh, yeah. So I'm really excited to see what becomes of this baby that you've adopted from Jesse. <laughs> I hope I don't get as much negativity. <laughs> <laughs> well, tread lightly, apparently. Right. I, I mean, I could be your muscle, though. I got all somebody. kinds of black hoodies yeah. I can put on and muscle people up. They got something Is back it to about say. hazing, though? Is it about no, hazing? it's not about <laughs> hazing. It's not about hazing at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just to end, you know, with my perspective, I, I, I do think the film was good. I mean, I don't think it was a great film. I think production value was great, um, mm-hmm. you know, just from a digital, digital filmmaking standpoint. Um, I think that this movie we can add to the. I feel like we can add it to the collective of revolution. You know, movies that are sort of a blueprint for how to be a revolutionary, to some degree, um, within your life. Um, you know, that's just how I feel about it. Um, I didn't look at it like, I didn't look at it and, you know, and just kind of paint the whole fraternity, uh, Black Greek Letter Organization fraternity situation. I didn't paint that with a negative brush at all. I just feel like it's a movie about bad leadership. To Jesse's point. And, you know, what it looks like when somebody recognizes it and when they're conflicted internally with how to confront it against tradition. All right. So thank you guys for listening and sticking with us with this Burning Sands episode. If you haven't watched Burning Sands, go back and watch it on Netflix. It is available. Special thanks to our guests, Mr. Joe and Keon. Joe, go ahead and, you know, give us where we can find you and what you're about. All right. So uh, once again, it's uh, Joe Walters, a.k.a. Mr. HB1. Um, I represent the HB1 Network, uh, the only historically black uh, television network, digital television network. And you can find us on social media at HB1 Network. Um, it's Instagram and Facebook. And then uh, the web address is www.hb1network.com. And where can they find you personally on social media if oh, you want that me, out there? Me personally on uh, social media, you can find me at Mr. J Walters. That's Mr. and then just the letter J. Walters. Nice. Oh, man. Joe a lot more polished at the shit than I am. That's all right, though. <laughs> You're still smooth with it. Um, yeah, you can find me, my main man, Keon, spoken word artist. I got an app currently available in the stores. It's free. Um, my main man, Keon, four words. Um, you can find me on Instagram, my main man, underscore, underscore Keon, K-E-I-O-N. And you can find me on Facebook, 
Keon McDaniels, and I add everybody. So that's what's go up. Ahead and holler at me. And real quick, man, I know this is completely off subject, but I watched that the the, the piece you had about black women. My God, yeah. listen, black women, go dig up Keon's spoken word and please find. What was that poem title? BWMG, BW, Black Women, My God, back, yeah. Black Women, My God, bro. If, you saw how many people I added on that moment. Yeah, you did. Bro, <laughs> you went half for your boy. I no, appreciate that, my man. nigga, man. Listen, all the women in my family needed to hear that message. Word, you know what word. I'm saying? So, so, Absolute. um, you can find Kinda Movie Critics on social media, Twitter, uh, at, at Kinda Movie Crits, C R I T S, Instagram and Facebook, Kinda Movie Critics, um, and then you know, make sure you subscribe to us, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. We out here. Holler at your boys and remember that. Oh, holler your boys and girls. I'm sorry, Lizzy. I know I don't want to leave woman. you out. Oh, woman. Treasy. Boys. I, okay, I'm sorry. I, I got to tread light when it comes to Lizzy, man. She, she rips me a new one every episode. <laughs> He's so. <falling> up, nigga. <laughs> remember, we call ourselves kind of movie critics because we kind of are and we're kind of not. We're just a bunch of people who like to watch movies. This has been an On Ear Network production.